0: We haven't done this in a long time, right? A year? A year and a half? Yeah. Tonight is the first time that we've put a story out in a while. And the story, do you know which one it is? The ball? The Thinking Machine. What's thinking?
1: That can be about anything.
0: So where does thinking happen? Where in your body?
1: In your mind. Just thinking,
0: do you ever figure anything out with your hands or with your body?
1: Yeah. um, Like feeling the, the crab today with the fuzziness.
0: You had a crab today, you were holding it, and you... Well, it
1: was, a, it was actually dead skull of a crab. And it was fuzzy.
0: It was a fuzzy shell. And why do you think it was fuzzy?
1: A fungus or it just came like that.
0: And you felt that a little bit with your fingers and your mind, yeah. right? Have you ever gotten help from anyone, like like a teacher or another kid, to like help you learn something?
1: Um, yeah, a lot. Only at school.
0: And how do you help somebody to think?
1: Well, my teacher always says don't, don't steal someone else's thinking. And that means do their thinking for them, and then their brain will just shut off.
0: Don't do their thinking for them? Yeah. What does that mean?
1: She's still there thinking they won't be able to think about anything when when they're done talking about it.
0: Right, they can't do they can't figure it out for themselves.
1: Yeah. Well
0: in this story in the story we have a girl who who's very smart
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she makes something pretty incredible. Should we hear what happens?
1: hmm Okay. Guess who I love more, the piggies or you guys? Are
0: you recording? Maybe. How you doing?
1: Good. Now, can we...
0: Okay. Silver was smart. Silver. She was... She was the smartest kid in the class. Everybody knew it. Especially her. She was proud of that. She was proud of how, without really even trying sometimes, she could come up with the answers before any other kid. It's kind of why they named her Silver, like Quick Silver. And that was her name. And the kids would just be amazed how she always seemed to know everything. And even before a teacher would ask, her, finish asking a question, she would have the answer. And... You know, even though she, you know, was was so much faster than the other kids and and seemingly smarter, she wasn't always having a good time because um, she loved to help kids with their answers. Not only because she liked helping them, because she liked showing them how smart she was, like showing how she could explain things to people in a way that would help them understand. And she was doing it, so much that she realized that it was all she was doing. And while the other kids were out having fun at recess and doing things, she always was with somebody helping them. And she started to feel like she was missing out on some of the fun things. So she started to try to think of a way that maybe she could help other kids be as smart as her without having to be there all the time so she could go out and do some of the fun things. So she put her smarts into an invention. She didn't have a lot of materials to work with because it was just the Great One Art Supply Room and so she pulled out everything she could. Lots of glue and cardstock. She even found an old slinky like a spring that she could use to help sort of maybe get some energy into. And she created, it kind of looked like a, it was a combination of, of cardboard and card stock and a slinky and some pipe cleaners that were silver. Yeah, but really it was beautiful and it looked like something, it looked like, it looked like kind of like a machine that you would wear like a crown on your head. And it was kind of cool looking. And she called it her thinking machine. And when she could tap the springs and they would vibrate, she thought that the waves of sound could get through her mind and take some of her smarts and help fill up the crown, the thinking machine, with her intelligence. She thought that if she could get some of that into the crown, maybe she could just once in a while kind of fill up the crown with her with her thoughts and then leave it, and then kids could put it on, and it would help them figure out where they, what they needed to do with their work. So she did that. She worked on it for a long time, worked on thinking smart thoughts and doing smart problems and doing lots of reading sort of like while she had the thinking machine on. And then she left it in a corner of the class so that other kids could use it. And on the first day, she noticed, you know, the kids were using it, and it was helping. They were doing better. They were answering the questions faster, and whoever was wearing the thinking machine was doing really well, except there was a little bit of a problem. The thinking machine was working, but Silver was finding it harder to answer the questions than ever before. She didn't have the answers all the time she couldn't explain things to kids when they'd ask her and she started wondering if maybe she had put a little too much of her intelligence into the thinking machine and left not enough for herself and so she would wear the thinking machine during class. After all, it was hers and she made it and she would wear it and she looked like a beautiful queen and she would wear this thing and she would be smart again. She would answer the questions and she would do her math well and she would do her science well and her English well and, and she would read well and she would answer questions like nobody else. And then when she'd go out of class or she would go for recess, she would let other kids use it for a little while. But slowly, she realized that she didn't want to ever be without the thinking machine. So she started hogging it, and she started helping the kids a little less and less. And you know what happened with the other kids. They got jealous, and especially little Bobby was in the class, and he had had a lot of trouble with, with math and science, and Silver had helped him. She had helped him quite a bit, but she had stopped helping him he could see by the way she looked at the thinking machine that it was important. Now, Bobby was not a dumb kid. He was was a smart boy. He just wasn't as good as Silver in school. And one day, he took the thinking machine. (coughs) He brought it home without telling anyone. He snuck in at recess and he took it and he put it in his bag. And he would wear the thinking machine when he was at home and it would help him figure out so many things. You could learn the science, the math. Silver was horrified and everything started to slip for her. She felt just like a regular kid. She couldn't do her science or math or English or reading. She would stumble on words that she used to know. She would have trouble. She started to go from the, the K level of reading back down to J. And then she was a G, an F, and the teachers looked at her like, what's going on, Silver? Why aren't you, you not practicing anymore? What's happening? And they would ask her, and she said, I don't know, I'm trying, I'm trying. I don't have my thinking machine anymore. He said, you don't need a thinking machine. You're the smartest kid in the class. everybody knows that. But nobody seemed to understand what she had done. She kept trying to figure out who took it, and she would accuse her friend Jackie, who was doing well in school. And Jackie would get mad. And she would accuse her friend Justine. Justine would get mad. She would accuse her friend Lashandra, and Lashandra would get mad. And soon, Silver found she was kind of all alone. She wasn't doing well in school, but she also wasn't very popular in her friends.
1: she was Bobby yet?
0: They would avoid her. Bobby was doing well, but she hadn't figured it out yet. And I know. one day they had a test where they had to memorize a bunch of math problems, and then they had a test of what they could memorize. And Bobby was sort of saying he wasn't feeling well. And during the test, he left the room. And he would come back and then he would feel sick again. He would leave the room and he said, oh, I have a stomachache. And at the end of the... He was the,
1: getting the thinking machine
0: on himself. At the end of the test, he, he said, can I stay behind to finish the test? I'm sorry, I spent so much time in the bathroom and I, I couldn't do it. And he just said, it's okay, Bobby. Yeah, you can stay back. Can everybody else go for, for recess? Meanwhile, Silver. she went for recess, but as soon as she got to the outer doors, she said, um, oh, I forgot, to go. I have to use the bathroom. And she, she left her the outside monitors and she went back. But instead of going to the bathroom, she looped back to the class and she looked through the little window on the door and she could see Bobby reach into his bag and pull out the thinking machine. And he put it on his head and then he started writing really fast in the test because he could think of all the answers. And silver was so mad she burst into the room and said how dare you steal my thinking machine he said it's my thinking machine she said no it's not it has my thoughts in it and you stole them and they started fighting and silver pulled off the thinking machine and put it on her head and she felt all the thoughts rush into her head and then bobby would run after her and he would grab it and put it on his head and they'd chase each other around the class and then Silver had it and Bobby was trying to grab it out of her hands and she was pulling and he was pulling and she was pulling and he was pulling and it ripped in like tons of different pieces. It just broke all the tape and glue and everything just popped open and the slinky went bouncing across the floor and the cardboard went bouncing across the floor and everything went bouncing across the floor. They stopped. How are we gonna how are we gonna do this how are we gonna do our work how are we gonna ever be smart again and they're so mad at each other but they realized they're kind of feeling the same way and they looked at each other and they said well maybe maybe I don't know I don't know what to do I don't know what to do what do you think they should do make a new one and clean that mess up for every system
1: make a new one yeah so and make all her all thoughts go into it not all of them and make new thoughts
0: so that's what they did they started cleaning up the parts and trying to put them together but they were so ripped up they realized they had to make new parts and so silver was making new parts and putting her thoughts into them and Bobby was putting his thoughts into them but they weren't just thinking those thoughts they were talking about the things they knew and how they understood them and pretty soon they realized they were teaching each other a lot and Silver realized that Bobby knew about a lot of things that she didn't he knew about sports he knew about nature he didn't know about math and science like she did but he knew all about animals and he knew things about movies that she had never heard and instead of making one crown, they made two. And there were parts of both of their thinking machines in each other's. So silver had parts of Bobby's stuff. And Bobby had stuff with parts of silver's stuff. And they put on their thinking machines. And they looked at each other and they just started to giggle. And they realized at that point that the thinking machines weren't the things that were important. It was how they had shared their ideas with each other. It was the conversation they had had. It was how they realized they could teach each other so many things. And that was the day that Bobby and Silver became best friends. And that's the end of my story.
1: End of chapter one,
0: though. No, it's just a one-night tonight. little, just a little one. Just a little story tonight. What did you think? I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah. Do you think the thinking machine would hold their thoughts or do you think they just imagined it would?
1: We're just imagined.
0: you ever thought that you needed a lucky something?
1: No.
0: Some, some people bring like a lucky necklace or a lucky watch and they get upset if they lose it. They're like, oh no, everything's gonna not be good anymore. <laughs> and people get attached to that stuff. I've had like necklaces and bracelets that I wore and then I would get nervous when, they, when I'd lose them or they break. Are
1: you recording?
0: Oh, um. We're going to have a new story next week. You know what story it is? What? A story about...
1: Yes, yeah, I love it, but it was
0: also a little scary. It was a little bit scary, but pretty good, right? Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the story. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the story tonight. Remember to subscribe. It's probably been a little while since you've been on Apple Podcasts, but your ratings and your comments really help people to discover this podcast. So if you like us, let us know. We're on Twitter at Saskia Stories and on Facebook. Bye. Bye.